Hello, and welcome to the Abundant Attraction Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Wilkinson, also known as the Queen of the Quantum Leap. As a manifestation and business coach, I help women activate their magnetism, consciously manifest and intentionally quantum leap their business while earning abundantly. After quitting my nine to five during the global pandemic, I was able to build a magnetic six figure online business in less than a year at the age of 22. I'm all about attraction over hustling and here you'll learn how to play in the quantum, collapse time and achieve results that completely defy logic. So are you ready for your next quantum leap? Let's dive straight in. How are you? How has your morning been? How's your week yes, been so far? It has been so good. I've been having a really productive week and I started my day with some Pilates just before this call. So I'm feeling good. Beautiful. Do you always start your morning with some kind of exercise? Yeah, I try to. It depends on my schedule, but I yeah. live right across from like the most amazing women's fitness center. So I will like have calls in the morning, they have midday classes, they have evening oh, classes. Like I'll always book in a time. Perfect. And I love that it's a women's fitness center as well. That's a bonus. It's like women and non-binary. So it's like super just welcoming and they have really like tea and everything. It's just such a fun. Well, I would love to get straight into this conversation. And I'm just so fascinated with the whole world of quantum leaping. Um, For those of you listening, Katie and I met only, we've only met once before when she was down in Adelaide, maybe like a month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And I kind of dabbled in the world of quantum leaping. I'd seen a few you know coaches and videos and podcasts and that kind of thing and it wasn't until I met you and your sister and you know found your Instagram pages and went in a bit of a rabbit hole of all your content I just fell in love and I I think since learning about it I realized I was doing so much of it without even realizing it was labeled as quantum leaping and my like personality type when I find something that really fascinates me I just want to find out everything I can I watch all the content the podcast the reels that kind of stuff so I guess sharing from your story why quantum leaping like why did you become a quantum leaping coach yes okay so my whole kind of story in all of this and how I got into this realm is actually it started before I was even born so my parents like super into personal development and they would attend these motivational seminars and when my mother was pregnant with me she attended this seminar and saw this woman on stage speaking and she had this like intense download of I want to do that. I want to become a public speaker. I want to like share um, about personal development and teach other people this. And she said she'd never, ever, ever experienced that before, only when she was pregnant with me. And she says that, I swear that was you in there. That was not me because that's not a goal or dream I have at all. Mm -hmm. And so I've just been so immersed in that world. They would play like, personal development tapes in the car because we weren't allowed to listen to music and constantly just receiving all this juicy goodness. They wouldn't necessarily use the terms manifestation or quantum, but when I dived in deeper, when I was around 16, I got really ill. I had to drop out of school. I had a lot of time. And so I would watch YouTube videos and read these books and I stumbled Mm. across the world of manifestation. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is like what we've been doing, what we've been talking about. Similar to what you kind of said, it's like it's always been happening it's not something you can turn off it's like gravity it's always been there then one day in school you learn that gravity exists and that's a universal law it's the same with manifestation it's such an aha moment so I actually started my business around two years ago as a manifestation coach and as I started to dive deeper and integrate it I really um, expanded into teaching about quantum which is really like 
I like to call like manifestation on drugs. It's just like totally even deeper and it's hard to kind of wrap your head around it, but essentially how, you know, atoms respond to um, your consciousness and how there is in the quantum realm, every single potentiality already exists to us. Mm -hmm. And a quantum leap is actually being able to access that dimension by shifting our state of being. So it's all Mm -hmm. available to you. It's about changing that and about being able to access that in this now moment. So that's kind of how I got into quantum. I started kind of receiving these downloads, reading these books, and all of a sudden I'll just like channel all of this information about quantum Mm -hmm. And that turned into my courses and programs. Wow. Wow. That's so interesting. And I, I've done your masterclass on uh, maybe the beginner one. Yeah, quantum, quantum attraction, I think it is. Yeah. And um, yeah, that gave like a really good, I guess, like scientific insight into quantum. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's clearly how, you know, you're pretty much destined and born to step into this role. And I guess coming back now to business, what I really want to focus um, all of my podcast episodes on is really just finding out how and you've kind of shared why you started but how you started I think starting a business it's every second person wants to do it which I think is amazing I think it's fabulous we're able to do this through social media so what were the three tools that really helped you start your business Mm, okay three tools I was kind of gonna dive into my story because I thought that was the question you were gonna ask but three tools okay let's start there (laughs) so I think overall it is because when I started my business, it was so different to how I started today. But ultimately, I've seen so many um, entrepreneurs, people who have succeeded, people who have maybe struggled. And the main things that I think really stood out, how I was able to quantum leap so quickly, like it's been two yeah. years literally in yeah. business, is the determination, the energetics and the devotion that I had mm-hmm. really rooted me from that point. Like I quit my nine to five job beginning of the pandemic And I had no other plan. I'm like, I'm going to be a coach. I had not taken a course on business. I had no business degree. I had no experience really in that space. I only kind of studied kinesiology, but I was so determined. And I knew that it was this or that's it. Like there was no plan B. So I was so, so devoted to making it work. Like it was just going to happen. Mm -hmm. And in that, so that's like the determination piece and the motivation piece, but underlying that was the embodiment. So it wasn't just, okay, I'm building this business. I'm brand new and having this really like, like leaky energy, rather I, I went big and I really embodied that from the beginning. So a lot of people when they go into it, it's like, oh, well, I'm new. And so I need to position myself because I'm new and all of these different things. But if you want your business to grow quickly, you need to establish yourself first. And so I set this big vision that within 12 months, I would achieve um, six figures in my business, which I did actually achieve before the 12 months. But what happened was before I even was making money, I was embodying and showing up as that person in that moment, right? So I believed that, okay, I'm making good money. I am wealthy. I'm an established business. And so I was able to project this frequency, which Mm -hmm. matched and, you know, the reality, the physical reality matched my inner state, right? So if you're constantly thinking that you're new and you're not there yet and you don't have sales and you're desperate for clients, reality is going to reflect that. And so that was a huge tool that I used in order to do that. And then also investing. I've invested over a hundred thousand dollars 
into um, coaching since the beginning of my business and that has really really helped quantum leap me and also it's such a commitment like investing that much money and knowing that you're so dedicated to that so honestly those are the main things it's all really energetic based because I wouldn't say that there was one specific strategy that helped me quantum leap was the accumulation of that embodiment and the determination and the commitment there yeah wow that's such a powerful answer and how you shared you just you went so big straight away so that clearly is quantum leaping like as you just shared I mean what the whole story is you quantum leaping, you embodying this person before you even got to that point. But how about for people listening where maybe they're new to quantum leaping or they're familiar with it, but it's just that unknown, you know, scary action that people, they might just, they doubt themselves, they have fear, they think, well, what if it actually just doesn't work? What is a tip that people can hear to help them overcome that feeling of self-doubt or fear? Yes. So this is really awesome because Every single person has experienced this, right? Feeling fear and feeling that doubt is totally normal, but it's about how you're able to navigate that. So the first thing for me, which really helps is diving deeper into my mission and into my legacy. When you are so deeply anchored into that, it's like no excuses are going to divert you, right? It's like I had this thing where I always said to myself at the beginning of my business, my dreams are bigger than my fears. My dreams are bigger than my fears, right? And so constantly remembering that. And then the other thing as well is saying to myself that it is more a disservice not to show up right? All the people now that I wouldn't have impacted, the wealth that I've created, the the whole business empire, it wouldn't be here today if I was able to feed into my excuses and not show up. So I was really looking at that bigger picture and remembering that, yes, it's the unknown, but when nothing is known, everything is possible, right? So this is the whole entire concept of the quantum. If you know every single step, if you can predict it, if you're, if you know the how, you are actually recreating the past. Your mind only knows what has already happened. It cannot actually know something that it has not witnessed, right? And so the fact that you are in this unknown means every single potentiality is available to you. You have all of this opportunity to quantum leap. The more we don't know, the more we play in the unknown, the more we are actually available to quantum leap. If you know then you actually are blocking yourself from quantum leaping because you cannot quantum leap if, if you're operating in the 3D reality, right, inside of the past. So you need to open that up and recognize that in the unknown is where every single thing is created because the moment you predict your, re- your future reality is the moment that you're in the past. If you're in the past, you can only recreate the past, right, to open I something new. That it requires the unknown. It requires that and also tuning into your higher self, right? She's there and that's the beauty of the quantum is that your higher self isn't someone who exists in the future, that next level version of you who already has a six, seven figure business. She's not in the future. She's inside of the quantum now in another dimension. And so if you want guidance, if you want to be able to connect the dots and create more understanding and guidance, I always go back to her and ask her, Since you have gone through this journey, what advice or guidance would you like to give me so I can feel more confident moving forward, right? So every single version of you is accessible right now in the quantum. So those would be the main tips and tools that I would use whenever you have fear and doubt, whether that's at the beginning of your business or even 
at six, seven figures because it, it's always going to arise when you are taking that leap to the next level. Yes. Oh, that is, you described that so beautifully and that resonates so much to me where I'm at. I think, you know, that saying new level, new devil, I feel mm-hmm. I'm constantly up leveling and which is a good thing. I, I want growth, but it's just such a, a rapid speed, which I guess is quantum leaping. And that really helped me what you just shared. Like it has felt so unknown. Some days are so great. Some days are so unknown, but I think it really is just finding that excitement in the unknown opposed to the anxiety and understanding that you can create your reality right now. Mm, yes, I love that. That's the whole entire vibe. Yeah, I love that so much. Um, I just want to touch on how you said asking your higher self. So she is always there. So what are some ways where we can access this version of ourselves? How do you speak to her? Yes. So accessing your higher self is very similar to accessing the quantum and we can't do it by thinking our way into it right it's like you can't think your way into the quantum you can't think your way into a quantum leap you can't think your way into accessing higher power or a higher self or universe or all of that it's a deeper recognition and what i love so much about quantum and playing with your higher self it actually gets you in deeper connection with your essence and with your soul. So, so many of us spend so much time in our mind and in our ego, but that's not our essential essence. So when we play in the quantum, we have to actually be able to get beyond the mind and get beyond the ego and sink deeper into our soul because our soul or our higher self or the universe, it always knows the answer. It always has that deep inner knowing that we can always come back to. And so in order to access that, it's just about tuning into this now moment. So the quantum and our higher self doesn't exist in the past. It also doesn't exist in the future. It only exists in the now. This present moment is the potent portal, which you can access every single potentiality, every single dimension, every single version of yourself, including that higher self. And so it's about that really deep presence. It's Mm -hmm. about connecting through energy and being open to receive whatever is coming Mm -hmm. through. We're getting guidance all of the time, right? We are literally channels. We are conduits. Your intuition and the downloads are coming through. It's just that if you are locking it with your mind and your ego, you're not available to receive it. So it's being Mm -hmm. really, really open to receiving that. And then the downloads are going to get a lot stronger. One of my favorite ways to do that, especially um, introducing feminine energy into it as well, is through movement. So I love to just put on a beautiful soundtrack and just move my body because when you move your body, your mind tends to be more still right through the movement you're able to access the energy there and you can receive it so i actually have workshops it's not dance but it is alchemizing the energy within your body when you move that you start to receive you start to move the energy and it's like all of these downloads come in so whenever i have a question it's just like write that down ask my soul move it through receive it and go on so that's one of my just favorite practices to just receive that i love that so much and how you shared it's not just like normal dancing is a a certain type of movement or do certain movements get certain answers through is there a bit of a technique exactly so for me i won't like be like okay i have to move in this certain way it's like how does my body want to express in this moment getting beyond my mind of what i look like it doesn't matter but what needs to be expressed so certain emotions and energy will actually manifest itself as different movements so if you're like really in your feminine sexual energy that might be like moving your hips and very flowy if you're angry it might be like beating your fists or just like trying to 
punch a pillow or something like that, that needs to be released and realizing that in each emotional state and inside of the pain and inside of the shadow and inside of the darkness is where you can unlock deeper wisdom and codes of pleasure, right? So if you're unable to go there to those uncomfortable parts, you're actually shutting yourself off and resisting deeper pleasure and deeper wisdom, right? It's all part of the entire process. You cannot close yourself off to one part of the human experience without closing yourself off to all parts of the human experience. If you close your heart to pain, you're also close to pleasure because it's actually two sides of the same spectrum. So every time I go into that and I do a juicy embodiment practice and alchemizing some, you know, emotions that are feeling really sticky, afterwards I've just like increased my capacity to feel more pleasure and feel more joy because I was able to move through that darkness, right? So I just allow my body and ask my body, how do you want to express whatever energy you are channeling right now? And so many of us, as I said, we're conduits, but we hold on to it. We're not allowing it to move through. So when we feel anger, we lock it up. When we feel grief, we shove it deep inside. And it's like all these emotions need to be able to be expressed through our body. And that's going to look like different movement, depending on what the energy is asking us to do. Yeah. Wow. That's such an interesting concept you explained. I find myself, I love to just dance in my room to music, but you know, I find I'm doing it more when I am in a higher vibe state. And then of course it lifts my vibe even higher. And now that you shared, you know, you get downloads and whatnot, that makes so much sense because when I'm vibing high and I do my dancing and then I'm just, yeah, like I'm getting ideas and this and that, but it's interesting how you shared, you know, to do it when you are feeling these these other emotions like everything is a polarity so you know when I was feeling like I shared a little bit you know stress in the unknown so would you recommend you know dancing my way through this and really just asking my body what it needs to release in order to overcome it quickly yeah that's definitely something you can do and just tuning into your soul so your mind yeah. is the one that has this incessant need to know and control and grasp yeah. and like need every single detail but your soul it's at peace it's calm it doesn't have this okay. frantic need and so I just remember like when I move it's about knowing that actually the unknown is my natural state of being this unknown void of oh this God. potentiality oh this God. fertile field where everything is birthed that's who I am that's connected to my essence that's the universe that's God that's angels and so trying to be in this needy um, state of knowing all the time isn't actually me, right? So it's diving deep into surrendering to my natural state of being. Yeah, would you say that's our ego always wanting to know and control? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, exactly. Right. And that's why even when I teach manifestation and quantum, it's about, yes, you influence matter yes. through energy and your reality and quantum leaping but I never really like to use the word control because that's yes. when we can get so caught up in the details mm -hmm. and and being way too specific when we're not just creating but we're co-creating it's us yes. plus the universe yeah. and so I always like to say this or something mm -hmm. better yes I right know. so I might set an intention and it looks like it's not working and I get frustrated in my mind my ego is trying to resist mm -hmm. and then afterwards I realize that I end up getting something even better that my mind couldn't even comprehend and so in that moment that's when we have to practice deep trust of yes it might not make sense yeah. but something is always something better is always coming you cannot connect the dots going forward you can only connect the dots going backwards looking in retrospect oh. so if you don't understand now that's okay because you're in the middle of it 
but you will understand after it's happened. You just have to trust that every single moment is a, a step forward in your momentum, even if to your mind it looks like you've gone backwards because we're never going backwards. The universe is constantly expanding and so are we. Yeah, you've, you explained that so beautifully. I, I love that so much. I think that really just gives so like such peace of mind when we are in this unknown state and um, just to roll with it and almost to celebrate it and to understand. I, I love the affirmation you shared this or something better. I've been repeating that consistently for years and years. And, and you're right, you get something your mind can't even comprehend. And like, that's the best part ever. And I think as well, just trusting and understanding that we are exactly where we need to be. And if we are in a place of struggle or lack or something just isn't really flowing how we like it to be, like it's preparing us for something better. I think it's an opportunity for us to look for the silver lining in a not so great situation. Mm -hmm. So you share dancing is such a great way to really open yourself up. Is there any other modalities that you recommend people to do? Yeah, so I don't focus too much on modalities because I know a lot of people can get so stuck in, well, if I do this thing, then I'll quantum leap. But it's not the thing itself. It is a bridge. It is a portal for you to create a shift in your energy, create a shift in your state of being, your identity of who you are, and then that enables you to attract. So this is the thing. It's like I love journaling. Um, You can meditate, do yoga, whatever it is. But if you do the thing and then afterwards you don't feel a shift in who you are and you're not showing up differently, the technique has done nothing. So you could sit down and meditate for an hour, but if you're not a different person after you get up from that meditation, you've literally wasted your time. And so it's not, okay, who am I when I'm journaling for 10 minutes in the morning? It's who am I all of the time? Because the quantum and manifestation, it's not like, oh, only she does the techniques and she's embodying this vibe when she's doing the techniques, but then the other 23 hours of the day, who are you? And so realizing just like gravity, it's a law that's responding to every single second of every single day, atoms are being influenced and rearranging based off of your Mm -hmm. state of being. And so rather than focusing on techniques, I use them almost like an amplifier to compound my state of being, but I don't lean on them to actually do the work for me because you're the one who has to be able to do that, right? So it's just noticing throughout the day, am I showing up as the person I want to be prior to the evidence coming in? Because I don't need proof, physical proof, in order to give me permission to show up as that person. Rather, it's taking that radical self-responsibility and moving first. If I desire wealth, Who do I get to be in every single moment of every single day? It's embodying that wealth and that abundance and that expansion. If you want love, then embodying that energy first and then you're going to receive it, right? So you embody the energy and then um, the universe catches up. But you can use these techniques to compound it, but the technique won't do anything unless you actually shift your energy first. Yes, yes, that makes so much sense. So that being said, though, is your routine every day or, for example, your morning routine, does that differ every day depending on what your soul wants or whatever you think is going to soothe you the most? Yes. So before I was like very much heavily into my masculine. I used to watch all those YouTube videos like 5 a.m. morning routine, you know, (laughs) and it's like successful people do this, but it's so like, you know, we're starting to release the masculine and realize that there are other ways. And so before it was very much strict, do this and do that and follow through. But at the end of the day, again, it's who you're being, the shift in your energy. It's not what you do, it's who you are. And so my feminine is all about listening to what is it that I crave and that I need and that I desire what's going to bring me the most pleasure and so 
compared to before, my morning routine has completely shifted. I do not set an alarm. I wake up at whatever time feels good to me. It's still like, you know, 7am or something. So not sleeping in super late. Um, And then I will put on some like really nice soothing morning music. I'll open the curtains. I get a lot of light where I live. I might make a cup of tea. I usually do journal most mornings. That's a practice that I am really consistent with just because it's it just opens up a portal of expansion. It just makes me feel really good. So I do that most mornings and night. Um, and then I will sometimes do like an embodiment practice and just feeling into my body and trying not to use my phone first thing in the mm. morning so that my channel is clear yes. because the moment you get influenced by outside sources, yes. you can compromise on your true sense of self and not showing up fully in your authenticity. So those are some things, but again, it really changes. I obviously go do my yoga, my Pilates and my exercise, but it's all about like, what do I desire? And if I'm showing up as her now, that future version of me, then what would I be doing? What does, what would my soul be aligning to in this moment? So yeah, I don't have a strict routine, but I do have certain tools that I can pick up on. Um, Like I might be pulling a card, might be meditation. Um, And so it's not about creating consistency in the routine, but it's about creating consistency in the elevation of my state of being. Mm, Yeah, that's so perfectly said. I think, you know, back in the day I used to schedule in time to meditate and to journal, like that was in my calendar. And I'm like, that's just so not me. That's not how I want to be living. Yeah, it's also like, this is the thing as well. We get so caught up in I'm doing feminine actions. So therefore (laughs) I'm in my feminine. But if you're doing the thing, you're not actually fully in your feminine. So when I was going through a lot of like menstrual problems, and it was just really correlated to not being in my feminine I was like doing all the things like I'm meditating I'm going to yoga I was just saying like I'm structuring and and putting it all in and then during the class I was always thinking about the next thing and I'm like why haven't I healed my feminine and it's because I was doing the things I was supposed to do I was not being in it and so that's the thing just noticing for anyone listening when you are practicing these techniques and using these modalities are you actually there absorbing and being in the moment and the presence of what is available to you or are just doing it because people said that it's good for you right or that it's going to elevate or it's going to do something so it's a very different energy and that's why the feminine isn't what you do but the experience and the pleasure during the process so once I change that you know I still do yoga I still meditate but I'm actually in it and I'm not so structured about it and strict about it and so now I'm able to just go deeper into my feminine there and just feel a lot more pleasure Yep. Yep. I agree so much. But that being said, though, it is very important to have a harmonious balance of masculine energy. Mm -hmm. So how would that then look in our lives? How you've just shared? I mean, I agree as well, but it's so important to be in, in the moment and in these flows and we are in our feminine. Mm -hmm. so yeah the feminine is the flow and the masculine is the structure so how I do it is there might be like certain non-negotiables but I don't set like a strict timeline so I used to like literally time block my whole entire day and it was like so strict yeah and so now it's like okay I know today I'm gonna record a podcast I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that and you know do these things but it's like being able to give myself time and space of when it's feeling aligned and never pushing or forcing anything. So there's that discipline. And and how I like to play with it is we've got our inner man and we've got our inner woman. And so I like to get my inner man almost like 
Dom, my inner woman. So he's like, you've got to do this. And then she actually enjoys it. And so we have this dynamic. And so it's not like the masculine is coming out of nowhere. It's actually your own inner man having this beautiful dynamic with your feminine and remembering that your feminine loves to be led by the masculine. Yes. So making sure that you do have your inner man who's leading, but your inner man is always, always serving the feminine. Every time he's doing something, every time he's in his discipline, every time he's leading, he is doing it to serve your inner goddess. So it's not just doing for the sake of doing. He's doing and he's working so he can create time freedom for your inner feminine to relax. So he can create more spaciousness to to connect, to create, to, to be intimate, right? So it's not just doing for the doing, but it's actually all in service for your feminine. So that's how I'm able to really balance that. And when I am doing, it's being able to inject more pleasure. So it's not just like robotic, like on your computer all day, but it's like maybe it's working from the couch or the bed or in the sun or at a cafe. It's like, how can I make this process pleasurable and really present so that I'm not just here looking forward to the next thing, trying to tick tasks off, but I'm really immersed in the experience to where I'm in my senses, I'm in my pleasure, and I'm just so present that I'm not caring about what's next, but I'm still getting things done. Yeah, yeah that's, oh my gosh, you're just dropping so many juicy insights right there. I'm loving all of that. And it's funny, that reminded me, I was speaking to a friend a while ago, and she has a coach as well, and she goes, ask yourself like how, for example, if you're preparing a program or an offer or something or content, she's like asking, asking it per se, how do you want to be shared? How do you want to be presented? How do you want people to you know, consume you per se. And I'm doing that so much now. I'm thinking of office and this and that. It's like, instead of getting caught up in the rigid, structured, step-by-step launch plan, this, that, it's like, how do you want to be presented? What is going to be best? And really dropping in that feminine. Yes, I love that. And that's really the core of the feminine rights, desire, desire rather than obligation. So whenever you hear yourself, you know, thinking or saying, I should do this, it's like, well, what do I actually want coming from desire that just creates more magnetism there as well. Yeah. Oh, this is just so interesting. I cannot wait to to listen back to this episode. I just think feminine energy, it relates so well to quantum leaping and the whole world of spirituality. And I think I truly feel like uh, being in touch with your spiritual side and using it as a tool is just going to elevate yourself and your business like tremendously. Yes, 100%. I mean, I truly believe that your business is an expression of you. And so how you're able to be connected and devoted and embodied, however much embodied you are, is going to reflect in your business success yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, I adore that so much. Actually, there's one more thing I want to touch on. Um, we haven't really spoken on this much, but, you know, in the whole coaching world on Instagram and that kind of thing, we see quantum leaping, people going from zero to 10K months. And, you know, I'm seeing this everywhere and I think it can start to paint a picture in people's minds where they have literally gone from zero dollars to 10k in that one month but I feel that's kind of giving across a wrong image because there's so much of this extra work that's gone in behind the scenes months and months before so yeah what's your insight on this Yes. So it's important to realize that a quantum leap, although there's nothing necessarily that you need to quote unquote do in order to achieve something. So it's not like one action equals one result. It's important to realize that action is part of the equation. And it's not like someone's just sitting there, let me launch a program and then yeah, quantum leap into 10K. I mean, technically that's possible if your energy is in the right state, but it's recognizing that, yeah, you're just seeing the tip of the iceberg and there's so much more that actually is involved, you know, the podcast episodes, the planning, the emails, Mm -hmm. um, even just leading up to that launch. So for example, for me, in the first three months, 
months of my business, I didn't launch or create an offer at all. I was still figuring things out. I'm still um, understanding my identity as a coach, but I was posting every single day in order to build my brand and my following, which is the Uh first thing that you need to do before you even launch or market anything is to establish yourself as a brand. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a brand, people don't know who you are. It's going to be very difficult for someone to actually purchase from you. Although being said, a brand doesn't need to take time. Don't get caught up in that. A brand can literally be built in a few weeks if you have that potency and that really clear clarity. But for me, it took those three months. My first launch was a multiple four-figure launch, which is amazing for so many people. And um, it might look like from the outside, wow, first launch, but three months prior to that, I was building up through lives, podcasts, Mm. posting on stories every single day. So obviously that accumulated and remembering that every single action and energy compounds to create that specific result, Mm. right? So it's everything leading up to that moment, which is able to compound. So when we do see these things, it's recognizing that, yes, that is available to me, but that doesn't mean that I am exempt from the action or I'm exempt from showing up and that I need to also honor my own journey, however long that takes, not getting caught up in the comparison. Mm, yeah, yeah, you explained that so well. And it really is that concept of the slight edge, like small steps repeated consistently every single day is eventually going to lead to a compound effect, which really is quantum. And lastly, I'd love to wrap up on asking, what is something you have recently started in your life? This can yes. be in your business, in your personal life. Oh, so many things. I'm always starting something because I always just love creating things. But yeah, this month I recently moved. So that was a new start for me. I recently got a new car. This month has been so abundant, so many quantum leaps. And I'm always starting something inside of my business, a new project, a new offer, launching something. So I'm always getting those creative juices and channeling whatever downloads that the universe has for me. I feel like we touched on so many things, but I also kind of wanted to invite your audience if they wanted to dive deeper into my world, um, into quantum, because this is literally just the tip of the iceberg of what we talked about today. You said you took my quantum attraction masterclass and that is my most popular training. I've had so many people go through that. It's only $111. And if you want to start Um, with the quantum physics behind manifestation, then that's the first one that I would dive into. I also have um, classes on quantum embodiment, a mastermind, private coaching. So if you do want to play in my world, then definitely get in contact. Yeah, beautiful. I'll link all of Katie's links below, but I definitely would recommend the masterclass that I did. It was just, I watched it twice. The first one just to watch it, the second one to really immerse myself because it did take a bit to kind of wrap my head around when you explained quantum you know in a more scientific way but I really wanted to have that deeper understanding and I think this podcast has been so insightful as well so definitely go check out all of Katie's links she knows her stuff amazing thank you so much well thank you so much for coming on the podcast Katie it's been such a pleasure having you yes this is definitely a conversation I know people are going to listen back to again and again if you'd like to see even more follow our journey on startsomewhere.podcast on instagram